It's Monday, May 2nd. I'm Sarah Y. Kim. The state's COVID-19 positivity rate is once again approaching the 5% mark. Some young parents in Baltimore City will get $1,000 a month under a guaranteed income pilot program. Dr. Lena Wen talks more about the Moderna COVID vaccine for young children, where other pharmaceutical companies are in their efforts, and the rise in severe hepatitis cases among young children worldwide. It's the Daily Dose from WIPR, our latest reporting on Maryland's COVID-19 response and the local news of the day, made possible by GBMC Healthcare. The state's latest COVID-19 positivity rate, according to the Maryland Department of Health, is at 4.93%. The latest number of daily new cases is more than 1,200. Maryland is still considered to have a low transmission rate, according to the CDC. Hospitalizations have climbed past 200. 92% of people aged 5 and older are vaccinated. Applications for Baltimore City's Guaranteed Income Pilot Program open today. Mayor Brandon Scott announced the program last month. It will grant young, low-income parents aged 18 to 24 monthly cash payments of $1,000 for 24 months. No strings attached. Time to apply is limited. Applications close next Monday, May 9th at 11.59 p.m. 200 parents will be chosen by randomized lottery. Applications are online, but you can get help at locations across the city. To apply and get more info, go to bemorechildren.com slash guaranteed income. The federal government is giving Baltimore $8 million in an attempt to crack down on gun violence in the city. The police department is expected to receive $5 million of the federal appropriation, with $2 million earmarked for a 911 diversion program. That program will find mental health and drug use calls being forwarded to other trained professionals and not police. The remainder of the funding is expected to go towards updating police records and developing neighborhood police plans. Drivers and warehouse workers at food giant Cisco are on strike in Howard County. About 200 workers walked off the job, demanding better pay and working conditions. The walkout is impacting deliveries to such clients as the White House, the U.S. Capitol, Camden Yards, and the Cheesecake Factory. Union officials say the strike will continue until their demands for mandatory holiday shifts and attendance policies are met. Teacher Appreciation Week is underway. State education leaders are encouraging students and their families to recognize and thank their teachers for all of their hard work. Several deals are available for educators at restaurants and other businesses throughout the week. Teacher Appreciation Week continues through Friday. Maryland's COVID-19 positivity rate continues to climb, now sitting at nearly 5%. This, as last week, public health expert Dr. Anthony Fauci said the U.S. is not yet out of the woods, but we are entering a new phase of the pandemic, with such a large population of adults and children having already been infected with a COVID strain, including Omicron. Last week, parents who've been anxiously awaiting a vaccine for their young children received welcome news that a Moderna vaccine for children younger than five may get FDA approval by June. That news was also welcomed by Dr. Lena Wen, the emergency physician, author, 
Washington Post columnist and former Baltimore City Health Commissioner said her two children would be among the first in line. I talked with Dr. Wen on Friday, and today she joined Midday with Tom Hall, where she spoke more about the importance of this vaccine. There are about 20 million children in the United States who are uh, in this category of children who are not yet eligible to be vaccinated. And this is the only category of people who are not able to be vaccinated. Um, And I think that, you know, a lot of people have said, well, why do we care? As in young children are at much lower risk for severe illness compared to older individuals, especially older adults. But I think for so many of us as parents, if we have the chance of reducing the likelihood of something that is a low risk of something terrible to a negligible risk, I think a lot of us would want to do that. And so I think a lot of us are waiting um, this news. So what happened was last week, Moderna came out um, with, with, with their results. They said that they will be applying for emergency use authorization from the FDA. This is for a... Um, a lower dose of their vaccines, specifically for the six-month to five-year-old group. Dr. Wen says while Moderna's vaccine is next in line for FDA consideration and approval, other pharmaceutical companies, such as Pfizer, are also working on a vaccine that is the right dosage for young children. Pfizer was testing a very low dose. They were testing a three microgram dose, which is one tenth of their adult dose, which is 30 micrograms. And what Pfizer found was that two doses was not sufficiently protective. They believe that three doses could be. And so they're testing a three dose version of their vaccine, but those results are not in. Moderna is testing a quarter dose of their adult dose, which is 100 micrograms. So their quarter dose is actually 25 micrograms. And they found that two doses of that quarter dose is actually effective in um, this six-month to five-year-old group, uh, a comparable level of effectiveness um, to, um, to older individuals. And so they've applied for emergency use authorization from the FDA. Um, the FDA has said that they're going to be meeting in June, I believe in early June. Hopefully, um, they will find um, that, the, that the results pass muster. The CDC can then meet and, um, and ideally um, recommend the, um, the vaccine thereafter. And I remain hopeful that by sometime in mid-June, perhaps, um, my own children, as well as other young kids, are going to finally be able to get vaccinated and enjoy the same level of protection, or at least a, a high level of protection, as other people can. The length of time it is taking to get a COVID vaccine approved for the youngest children has resulted in a lot of anger among parents and finger pointing at the highest levels of the scientific community. The drug companies have lamented the FDA is slow to act. Dr. Wen says while she too was hoping a vaccine was available sooner, it's really important to ensure it's absolutely safe and effective for this youngest age group. So part of the delay is natural, as in the way that vaccines are developed is through these age de-escalation studies, meaning that the vaccines are first developed in adults, then in adolescents, then in younger kids, and then in the youngest, which is what we've seen. That first it was adults, then it was 12 plus, then it was 5 to 11, and now um, for this youngest age group. Now, I think there are some people who have said, especially about Pfizer, why did they decide to test really this very low dose, this three microgram dose? What if they had also 
done parallel studies of, let's say, a five microgram dose or a 10 microgram dose? Might, might they have found something sooner? I don't know. I mean, but that, that is one of the questions that's come up. Um, a number of people have also said, well, why didn't the FDA just choose to authorize the two dose version of the Pfizer vaccine, understanding that a third dose is being tested? I actually am glad that they did not authorize two doses because I think that's not the way that the regulatory process should work. You don't authorize two doses of something that's not yet proven to be effective with the thinking that a third dose may be effective down the line. So that's why I'm really looking forward to the Moderna vaccine being authorized because the two doses do seem to be effective. A third dose may be even more effective, but it doesn't really make sense to authorize something thinking that it could be effective in the future. Um, and this is why I'm hopeful that the Moderna results will, will prove um, sufficient such that um, the FDA and CDC will, will authorize it. Um, but I will also just add my two cents as a mom in this category myself that I very much understand the frustration and wish that, ha- that things had been different um, for the clinical trials earlier on. There's also been a lot of coverage on the spike in severe hepatitis cases among young children around the world. But Dr. Wen says they do not seem to be linked to COVID cases. It doesn't seem that there's a link with COVID. It may be a link with adenovirus or some other virus, but exactly what the cause is remains unclear. I guess to me, um, again, as a mom, I, I, of course, I worry any time I hear about infectious illnesses or um, things that may cause harm to children. But I think we should take um, we, we should take heed and know that it's really just um, small handfuls of cases of outbreaks that, that seem to be happening. Um, and this is, if anything, a reminder that COVID is not the only infectious disease that may threaten the health and well-being of our children. Dr. Lena Wen also addressed the rise in cases of measles. If you want to hear her entire conversation with Tom Hall, go to midday at wypr.org. The Daily Dose is brought to you by WYPR, made possible by GBMC Healthcare. Big thanks to my news team colleagues, Rachel Bay, John Lee, Joel McCord, and Callan Tanzel Suddeth. Our digital content director is Jamila Krempel, and our general manager is LaFontaine Oliver. The executive editor of The Daily Dose is Danielle Irby. Stay healthy, stay sane, and stand together. I'm Sarah Y. Kim. Thanks for listening.